0: Hey everyone, welcome to Trust the Trail. We are your outdoor guides, Ariane Petrucci
1: and Scott Jans.
0: This is episode 78, Cookware and Cooking in the Backcountry.
1: We are now on Patreon.com. If you would like to support Trust the Trail podcast, please check out patreon.com forward slash trust the trail. We would love for you to be a part of our backpacking community. Plus you can receive our podcast early before it hits the world. Another way of course to support us is by listening to Trust the Trail on the Radio Public app. That is for both iOS and Android, so download download it today and add Trust the Trail to your favorites.
0: On this episode we discuss what is the best cookware to bring out in the backcountry. Does weight matter? What is the difference between aluminum and titanium? exactly how much should you be spending and is there a cheaper option and by the way if you'd like to join in on the discussion on our Facebook group page just go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash trust the trail podcast and join in our outdoor podcast family come hang with us and be part of our community
1: absolutely so we have a lot to say about this podcast and cookware. So I guess the first thing that we should talk about is the general myth that surrounds what type of cookware there is. And you've got basically three different go-to type metals out there. You've got aluminum, you've got titanium, and you've got stainless steel. And all of them really kind of define... The outdoor community and backpacking and camping and so you're like really kind of like in just barrage by <laughs> the types of metals that are out there but let's talk about some myths first so the question is assumption number one anyway is that the uh is which, which one's lighter titanium over aluminum um and which is the lighter weight, which is the better weight, which is the better metal to go, go to. So the, the question is, is titanium lighter than aluminum? Well, yes and no.
0: <laughs> and maybe. And maybe. <laughs> to throw the maybe up in there.
1: <laughs> Technically, um, titanium is lighter, but it takes more titanium to actually create a durable pot um, or cookware. So in actuality, sometimes titanium could be a little bit heavier. Um, For
0: the durability ratio that you are looking to,
1: you you know, balance it out with. And you need more aluminum to equal the same amount of titanium. So it's a balance of, you know, And we're going to talk a lot about this on our podcast, of what your needs are. You know, what are you going to use that type of metal for? And it's always based on what you're going to use that particular product or that particular cookware for, right? So, um, and then, of course, uh, let's sort of so we'll talk about aluminum. Aluminum is, uh, it's, it's a cookware of choice. A lot of people go right to aluminum cookware in the backcountry. Um, it's really all around backcountry use. I have an aluminum uh, pan that we'll talk about in a minute. Okay. It conducts heat very evenly, it's lightweight, um, it's easy to clean, uh, especially when you're coated with a nonstick surface. And that is a huge element when you're choosing cookware. Are you gonna cook, cook? And so a lot of your camping gear is aluminum, why? Because you're gonna cook more in a campground, at a picnic table, you know, when you're camping than you are in the backcountry.
0: Right, it, uh, logically speaking.
1: Logically speaking. Yeah. And so, and then you've got your, you you have your kind of like your stainless steel, and so you see that out a lot, especially like in your Walmarts and uh, REIs, uh, in the camping section um stainless steel is very durable it's not uh, it's perfect for when your pots take a lot of abuse so and that's usually your camping stuff so Mm -hmm. when you go camping a lot you know it it just it tends to take a, a lot of abuse stainless steel is good it's a little bit heavier depending on how they made the stainless steel and what they're marketing it to you for um and so it, you know, it's a good product. It's durable. It's going to last a long time. But sometimes it can just be a little bit, a little bit heavier. So you always have to, you know, kind of look at that weight and look at the functionality of that. I've seen a lot of heavy pots and pans out there in the backcountry. Uh, a yeah. lot of heavy stuff. Is it durable? Absolutely. Do you need to carry it? Does it need to be that durable to go backpacking? It? No, no, no. It doesn't have to be that durable.
0: Well, I mean even even with any of these options, you you really by the time you've beaten it to a pulp, I, I mean you've had you've had a pot before that lasted probably 10 years. I mean it was warped and and all sorts of things, but they're still usable and by the time you actually get to that point in which you have it's time to maybe put it to the side, say your goodbyes and get something new, you've probably already altered the way in which you cook out in the back country anyway. Yeah. most people, they don't stick with just one tried and true way of cooking. They develop new ways. They're introduced to new different, you know, different options. There's always new methods coming out and creating all this buzz. And so you're, you're constantly altering and attempting different things and different scenarios and ultimately, you're going to be able to adjust your cookware. So, I mean, most of this is very durable than which we we're talking
1: about. Yeah. I mean, I had an aluminum pot or a pan that lasted uh, probably eight years, but I would cook it over the fire a lot. <laughs> and at one point in time, it, uh, I had changed the shape of the, of the, of the pan. It was more oval then it was round
0: oval and wavy and it
1: was like it was lopsided <laughs> and I would take that out of my my uh, backpack and people would would say dude what is what do you what is that I'm like well that's that's my that's my
0: pot you're like I've morphed it to the curvature I, yeah of my yeah bag. <laughs> but I cook
1: it over the fire a lot we're gonna talk yeah. a lot about how you choose your cookware because when it really comes down to a titanium aluminum stainless steel Um, there's a trick in deciding what is best for you, and we're going to talk about that um, big time. That's really super important. Um, I
0: would say, you know, don't get caught up in all the buzz. No. I mean, there's so much buzz, you know, going around um, titanium uh, or aluminum. You know, what's best? Um, You know, what is it? What is it that you use? And you, and you hear these words being tossed around as an, oh, I have this titanium pot or I have this, you know, um, aluminum cookware set. And and honestly, it don't get caught up in what's the best of the best of the best. And you heard us talk about it so many times. It's about molding your gear to your lifestyle.
1: Yeah, and that is that is the key. So we're gonna get right into how to choose your cookware and what's the best for you because Ariane hit uh, the nail on the head. So um, what, we are, what we are proposing, what we're gonna try to teach you on this podcast is that we're backwards. Don't choose your cookware first. Whether you're gonna go camping, whether you're gonna go backpacking on a long distance trip, whether you're gonna go for the weekend, you're gonna invest a lot. You know, gear's very expensive. And so when you start getting into, well, titanium and, uh, you know, all this kind of snow peak stuff and everything else, it's, it's pretty expensive because not only are you buying, you know, cookware to last, then, of course, you get into the ultra light. Um, Frame of mind Mm -hmm. and you're like, well, I, you know, this has got to be super lightweight and you start looking for a lot of different alternatives to either cook, even if it's cold soaking, whatever you, whatever you're going to do, we would never do that because we we have to have coffee in the morning, but you know, it it becomes then what is best for you. So the first thing that we want to kind of emphasize is that before you buy cookware, what is your lifestyle? going to be on the trail. How do you eat? What do you eat? So envision yourself going out backpacking for the weekend or for three days or for four days or for a week or long distance trek no matter matter what you're going to do. Mm -hmm. No matter what your plans are. What are you eating? How are you eating? Are you eating by the fire? Are you uh, what? What kind of fuel are you cooking with? Are you using you know white gas? Are you using alcohol? Are you cooking like me? Are you actually putting your pot in the fire? Um, how are you cooking? What are you eating? Are you cooking oatmeal for uh, you know 14 days in a row? You know is that your thing? Are you eating Mount House have the bag? What are you eating and how are you eating? Because because I can guarantee you. That at some point in time you're going to want different foods, you're going to want to do something different on the trail, and what is your cookware going to be able to do for you? So it has a lot to do with wide-mouth pots. You know, um, you know what can what? How is it versatile for you? We use our cookware for multiple purposes. If you can use your cookware cookware to like at, at, you know what to multi-use your gear, that is an added plus. That's a big big plus. Now, I know I'm going to get I know I'm going to catch some flack by saying this. Um, but the jet boil, I know there's a lot of jet boil people out there. I understand it. I get you man. I feel you. You know, it's a fast burn, you get that boil, you get that water boiling in about a minute. I get it. I understand it. But after a while, um, you know, if you're looking for versatility and you're looking to cook other things, you're pretty limited.
0: Yeah, ab- absolutely. I mean, I I like to just boil water. I don't enjoy cooking these gourmet meals. And if I am going to be adding in more gourmet aspects to my to my meal, which I have a tendency to do from time to time. But it still evolves around rehydrating foods, um, mushrooms, peas, that kind of thing, or I'm I'm just using boiling water to cook my food, and that is how I eat out there. I don't eat any other way. I do indulge in Scott's gourmet cooking (laughs) over the fire. Absolutely. (laughs) I do, definitely. And there have been times where he's like, no, no, you eat your rehydrated food. (laughs) I'm going to cook my burger. (laughs) But, you know, this really does play into how you, what it is that you need, first of all. Because there's this myth that you walk in the you walk in the aisles of wherever it is, and everything's sold in sets. Not everything, but
1: a lot of it is.
0: And I mean, there's this like, oh, here's a better deal, buy it in a set. And all of a sudden, you're you're lured into this thought of, oh, I need a bowl, I need a cup, I need a pot. You know, I need to eat, and all these different. I mean, this is like your normal home. You have a plate for this, you have a bowl for this, you have a cup for this, but out in the back country, realistically, do you need all of these things? Do you need the whole set? Um, If you're just boiling water, well, no, you really don't.
1: Yeah, and again, it depends on what, what your lifestyle is. And the reason we push that so much is because we are big fans on figuring out your lifestyle first, choosing your gear second, and then testing your gear. Test it, test it, test it, test it. Go out there, you know, like, okay, so I guess I guess we'll, you know, we'll we'll put this out there. And I I know you guys have heard us say this before. I like to cook in the (laughs) backcountry. I like it. You know, that it makes me feel good. That puts me in my happy place. You know, so what my 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 cookware, although it's very, very lightweight, I have very, very lightweight gear, I do bring couple extra food items that i can multi-use my cookware that i can make so one of the things when everyone goes out and buys titanium oh titanium i gotta buy titanium well you can't buy a titanium non-stick pan your your non-stick cooking where your cookware is going to be aluminum thus that's why mine warped over the fire after eight years
0: right
1: so it's you know you you have to decide do you want a bacon in the morning do you want a bagel in the do you want a toasted i'm sorry do you want a toasted bagel in the morning <laughs>
0: very specific i know right
1: <laughs> do you want You've
0: mastered you you have actually mastered the toast right in the backcountry.
1: Do you want scrambled eggs for do. real that you're actually mixing in your pan instead of like powdered in a bag or, you know, dehydrated scrambled eggs? You know, what What do you want? Like what What do you feel like is going to make you happy in the backcountry? Again, you ask your three questions. How long are you going to go? Where are you going? And is weight, weight important. important to you? So if... You know, if you don't cook, if you don't eat really that much, if ramen noodles is your gig, um, and you can eat a uh, like a, a breakfast bar in the morning time and push off, or maybe like an instant uh, carnation instant mix in the morning and push off, hallelujah, that's great, that's your lifestyle, and that and you should pack for that. If you're Scott, and I need to have coffee in the morning. And maybe I want to have a bacon bagel with <laughs> cream cheese. It's, it's oh, hello, what? Very yeah. likely. Um, so, and that's, in, in the wintertime, that's my go-to meal. That, that makes me happy. And so I need to, my cookware is going to be different, and, and that's okay. Um, and then I look at, okay, well, that's what I like to eat. That's my choice. That's my lifestyle. What cookware then complements what I want to do, Okay. And does that cook where, how heavy is that? How does that fit in my pack? You know, do I, am I going to take a weight penalty for that? Or can I buy something really super lightweight that's a nonstick pan and, and really... You know, like the thing is, people may, may may make fun of my MSR Flex skillet, but when I cook them a bacon bagel, it's all <laughs> it's all happy times in the in the shelter. It's all happy times in the campground. So it, it,
0: you know, it's very interesting because I, I remember the day Scott brought home his MSR Flex skillet, and I was like, "That's enormous!" What are you, it's super lightweight,
1: it's super lightweight.
0: But I was like are you really going to pack that each and every time? And he's like, absolutely, I'm going to, without doubt. And I'm going to cook for you. And I was like, okay, whatever. I thought it would be... This was a replacement for his warped pot, which, quite honestly, needed to go.
1: Oh, it did Uh, need to go. It
0: was no longer efficient in any aspect of the way, except it did curve with your backpack, so that was... It did. Cool. But... You know, I thought it would be this passing thing where he's just like, oh, this is too bulky, this is too much. He's he's found a way to maintain bringing it on each and every trip because he finds a way to to utilize its size and shape to be able to compact within his gear already. So, you know, you've got this idea of jumpy topic, but nesting your gear. Yeah, right. And, you know, again, does that fit within your lifestyle? And he has managed to work his lifestyle into this this MSR flex skillet. Yeah,
1: and you know, we're not cooking, you know, I mean, I don't want you guys to think like we're, you know, we're cooking for 10 people, but for two people, absolutely. You know, for, you know, I, I'm a breakfast guy. I mean, I don't know where that came from. It's a childhood thing. Ariana's not a breakfast girl, so she can get up. She can get up and and have, like, a, a trail mix bar. Um, you could probably have dinner for breakfast, to be honest with you. I, I mean... We
0: have on multiple occasions. On,
1: yeah, right. But I need that, like, for some reason, I need that, like...
0: It's a mental game.
1: It is a mental game. I but I need the eggs. I yeah. need the scrambled eggs or the toast or the sausage or whatever, and or a bagel. You know, it's pretty simple. Or cereal. Uh, I've made cereal many times, but I think the the point is is that you've got to figure. Don't don't go out and buy all this cookware. That um, you know, it really makes me upset when I see. Um, especially on Facebook, where I see like, top 10, you know, titanium cook sets or lightweight cook sets. I'm like, well, yeah, they're lightweight, but does that fit who you are? You know, I mean, don't, you got to go out there and test your gear. you got to go out there and figure out who you are as a backpacker or as a hiker um, to kind of get your groove on as far as what you, what you like to, to eat. Because, you know, I guarantee you when you're doing a long-distance trek, food is your happy place
0: absolutely and and everybody has heard us talk about this endlessly is that backpacking especially on you know a a longer duration of time it becomes a very mental game and so food for a lot of people play a very mental stimulating or discouraging aspect of their hike and it, it can it can go on the opposite ends of the spectrum and I know that when I break out my dinner, and I am so excited to eat what I, I, I'm, I'm rejuvenated from my day. It, I mean, I may have eaten that for the last five days, but I'm excited about eating it. Of course, I'm starving, but it it be it becomes this like this mental boost when you need it the most, and that's how I that's how I use my lunches out on the trail. That's how I use my dinners. Um, for you. My breakfast is more like coffee and like shove something down my throat and get going. But but when you dig into that bag and you're extremely discouraged by what you have to eat because. You don't have the grocery store to just go run out and get something or go to the local restaurant and go eat exactly what you're craving at that exact time. It can play the complete opposite and really discourage you and play this mental battle between, like, oh, I don't know if I can, I can't, I can't stomach this. I don't know if I can do this anymore.
1: Yeah, exactly. And, and again, you know, like we're, we're not really trying to, you know, promote any kind of specific type of cookware because there's a lot of good cookware out there, but um, I'll just give you an example. So uh, both of us use the the 900 milliliter tokes pot and because it's a wide mouth pot. Now we use that because it's super, super lightweight, it is titanium but we can put added things in our boiling water. We can multi-use our water with a wide mouth pot. For example, Uncle Ben's um, rice in a bag, right? Yep. So you've got your pot, your boiling water, you want some rice, maybe you want to mix some rice into something else. You can put the bag in the hot water, especially in winter, this is a great multi-use tip. can multi-use your water so you're boiling your water you've got you've cooked your rice and now you take your bag out you mix it in with whatever you're going to mix it in with and now you've still got hot water make yourself a hot apple cider Mm -hmm. so that's cooking your water once and you can do that based on the cookware you have um and that's one of the reasons why again Please don't hate me. But that's one of the reasons why I steer away from the jet boil. I love the jet boil. I've used the jet boil. It gives you a very fast boil. But I'm in the backcountry. I have a lot of time to kill. So <laughs> sometimes when it's winter and it's 7:30. It's already dark outside. I'm you not really extra, look,
0: You want that extra minute to have to boil that water. I want the
1: extra minute. <laughs> I'm trying to stall for time. You know, I'm trying to like, oh my god, it's boiling so fast. I'll be in bed by eight. Um, so, <laughs> you know, and there's nobody here, and I'm hearing noises. Um, so, you know, you know, what else do you have to do in the backcountry, right? So, um, so the, a wide mouth pot gives you that extra thing. It also, you know, it, it just, you can put things in it. You can, um, you can, uh, like I multi-use um, our coffee bags. So we drink some, a lot of times we'll drink the Folger coffee tea bags, right? Yeah. coffee bags.
0: Yeah, for, I want, you know, from time to time. From when time to time. We don't have the good stuff.
1: So the cool thing about it is that when you pour your water in there, you know, you, you, you pour your uh, your two cups of coffee, but then instead of throwing those coffee bags away, I throw them back in the pot mm-hmm. and in that little extra water it. try to get as much coffee out of that as I can. <laughs> and so that's just a way of multi-using some stuff over and over again. And um, so, again, it's your lifestyle. That is our lifestyle. That That is what we, we prefer. And...
0: I- when you start to get into using your cookware, cookware out there, it's it's very codependent of your fuel system, and I know that sounds so strange,
1: but but it really is. That's a good point.
0: It's extremely codependent. It's a it it's it's the most codependent relationship you might actually have out there besides maybe yourself and your feet and your boots. Your your feet and your boots. Your pack and your back.
1: Right. And that odor you just can't get rid of.
0: <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> uh, so it, it, the, these wide mouth pots play a role in achieving certain. So we use a certain type of fuel.
1: We use alcohol fuel.
0: Right. And so it, we're not using. Um, white gas uh, which you can kind of control your flame and maybe is a little bit more tapered to you know taller pots a lot of people enjoy like the, the less wide right. but the taller pot absolutely but when you're using alcohol fuel you you your flame ex- you know it's got a it, much it, wider it, burn exactly and so you're having to adjust it and to be able to have fuel efficiency um, And you can get into using windscreens and so on and so forth, but um, hands down, having a wider um, pot does help contain the fuel efficiency and makes it burn faster. Also, darker pots do play a role in that as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and that's a really great point because I think when you're looking at your cooking lifestyle, um, that you're going to look at, depending on what kind of uh, stove you're using, there's a huge difference between a pocket rocket and an alcohol stove. So you can get away with a smaller pot, like the Snow Peak, to use like your double wall cup that you can use as really just to boil water and pour that boiling water in a mountain house bag or whatever, and that's it, right? So you just need it to boil water. Where an alcohol stove has got a wider, it's got a, a much wider burn and it's probably going to use where well, you're going to be putting something in the pot you know like like the uncle ben's um boiling a bag
0: well, and, or something else it, um, yeah over your flame
1: and, and you know and that that's why we're talking about lifestyle that's why we're talking about you know make sure you kind of know your food lifestyle before you go out and spend all this money on cookware because you know the fact of the matter is there's a lot to choose from and it's it there's constant constant new cookware coming out uh, new way to do things they uh, they make uh, they've already changed the mxr flex skillet twice <laughs> since i bought it i like mine i'm really glad i got it um but they've already changed it so they're constantly changing you know cookware because you know what sells big time one year may not be the hot item the next year, and then they're gonna to have to save costs. So they may make the pot smaller. They may use less titanium. They may shrink the the handle. You know, it all changes because I can guarantee you, cookware is definitely a very low price point. <laughs> a very low price yeah. point in the profit margin in retail. So they're constantly gonna be changing things. So you have to really get to know your cook were really well and what your lifestyle is and you know that's one of the reasons why i kept that pot for so long it had a really long handle yeah it had the non-stick surface which wasn't really non-stick in the end
0: no not even close <laughs> no not even
1: close <laughs> um but it it just i because of the handle i really loved it i mean i cooked over the fire so many times and and why do i cook over the fire didn't have to use my fuel and so, if I have a fire going, why would I use my pocket rocket or my alcohol stove when I have a natural resource right there that I can boil water with? And so, yeah, I put I put it right in the fire. So again, is that my lifestyle? Yeah, it is. So, and that's that's all the things that you kind of have to look at when you're when you're making that choice.
0: Well, and too, with technology brings it's really hard sometimes to reinvent the wheel with cookware. You know, because ultimately cookware You're just boiling
1: water. It's,
0: you know, it's it's a circular pot. It's different sizes, different, I I guess, depths and, you know, widths. And, you know, but ultimately it's cookware. And so reinventing that really comes in the form of you know, adding things, uh, adding adjustments to it, whether it's how the handle flips up and down, or how the handle becomes removable and compactable into nesting it within your cookware set, or, you know, how, yeah, how packable, how condensed can it be? And a lot of the new developments that they make to cookware is really about the moving pieces on the product itself. Yeah. And sometimes it's a creativity failure and they know for next year. And uh, you know, the more moving pieces, the more parts there are to lose, the more parts there are to break, the more parts there are to somehow malfunction. I would say in, the lighter weight materials your titanium um your aluminum those are the the ones that they're getting more and more creative with um the usage of um compactability and and making it as 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 cool as possible like the features are really neat on it but i find that those are probably less practical out in the backcountry I mean again you have nothing but time so what's the point of like breaking it down and putting it back together and you know attaching the handle just to unattach the handle this that and the other but they don't feel as durable to me as some of the other products well just look at what Sea
1: to Summit's doing I mean Sea to Summit is trying to revolutionize the whole cooking world by mixing titanium with rubber that's true. <clears throat> so, which you've really gotten <clears throat> into
0: that Well, I've, I,
1: I, I see some advantages to that for camping. I don't know if I see any advantages to that backpacking at all. Mm. But, you know, technology is always uh, pushing the boundaries and mixing and matching different, you know, metals, different varia- variations on how to pack. I mean, is the Sea to Summit, uh, those, uh, those pots, are they compressible? Yeah. They have a lid on it. They're great, but are they going to last? You know, I mean, I, I, you know, when I use those things, I can't seem that last for six months. I don't. I don't know. Um, all I can say is that there's always new stuff coming out. But you have to figure out your what your lifestyle. Is. So we're going to give you guys a really a huge tip, and I'm going to put a link. Um, all of our cookware is going to be um, on this uh, podcast post, so you can click on it. Um, You can also see uh, our gear list that is on our Patreon page. Um, But here's here's a huge tip. So I use for my coffee cup, a BPA free plastic. It's BPA, so it's environmentally friendly. Campbell's soup insulated mug. You're like, what? That's right.
0: You're like going back to the good old days. It's not the good old thermos. days.
1: <laughs> it is right. It's an in insulated. It's, it, it's but it's it's an environmentally friendly uh, BPA plastic uh, Campbell soup mug that I saw at Walmart that I spent two bucks on. I weighed it because I was suspicious.
0: <laughs> suspicious of what?
1: It weighs one ounce exactly the same as the 3995 snow peak. So, if you're looking at weight, do you need a titanium coffee cup that oh by the way, when you pour hot water in it, you're going to have to buy the little lip guard. Otherwise, you're going to burn your lips off of it.
0: Please don't buy the lip guard because
1: titanium conducts heat and the, and the lip, the lip guard, guard. sucks. But <laughs> you, you. <clears throat>
0: That's a myth. That's myth number two in this podcast. You do not need (laughs) need a lip lip guard. guard. (laughs)
1: Unnecessary. Um, But if you want to drink your coffee hot, um, like I do, and the Snow Peak doesn't come with the lid. So you can buy my coffee cup, my Campbell's Soup insulated BPA environmentally friendly cup with (laughs) lid for under $8 on Amazon. Or you can buy the $39.95 or $40, $45. I don't even know what they're going for right now. Snow Peak coffee cup um, for the same weight. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna say my Campbell's soup insulated mug is gonna last forever, forever. Now I can't put it over the fire, obviously, but <laughs> it's got a lid on it, and that was the extra value that I got um for my coffee because there were there were times when I would make coffee in the morning I didn't have a lid and my coffee was cold because I was you know packing up or I was doing other things I'd go to drink my coffee and it's cold with with the lid I have the lid on it and it stays hot for a long time so I'm very very happy with it and that's what we want to kind of kind of push uh to you guys um on this episode is that Look around. Don't be afraid to be creative, but weigh it. If you're concerned about weight and you see something that might be eh, pretty functional, maybe useful, weigh it. See see if you just you know, you I was so happy when I weighed that thing, I'm like, aha
0: <laughs> I did not believe that it was comparable, but <laughs> It was. I was really surprised to find that That there are options out there that, you know, the market value doesn't promote, um, as backpacking items. Um, the same as going into the grocery store and looking for foods that are just begging you to take them camping or backpacking because they're so, you know, compactable in these like perfectly, you know, lightweight packaging. And it's like, look around, shop around. Uh, really think outside of the box and get creative um, and, and, a, and a big portion of that is you know back to nesting your cookware you know once you determine exactly what you want for your lifestyle I have I have molded my life to fit into the perfect little nest in my backpack and it's the perfect compactable size Everything that I need in um, regards to cookware goes into it, and you can really get creative and meld it to what you need it to, what you really need it to do.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and I, I think that's one of the things that we found out the most is that, um, you know, by by kind of exploring and not being so, we don't like being told what to do. So, if someone says, man, you need to buy that snow peak, we're like, well, do, we, do we need to buy it? And so, you know, we'll, we'll experiment a little bit and we will look around. And if that's the best choice, then we'll get it if it fits our lifestyle. But we always measure everything that we do. And that, that this is, that, it, it's come with some practice.
0: Absolutely. And it I,
1: comes with some practice. But we have found out that when our best decisions that we make, when we put our lifestyle first. Like, what is our lifestyle, and how is that going to fit into what we love to do, which is backpacking? How is that going to fit into that lifestyle? So and, work backwards. And work backwards.
0: Each and every Absolutely. time. Cookware, no cookware, you know, how you want to eat, how you pack your bag, whatever the case may be. Always work backwards. Yeah. Best advice we could offer.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I completely agree. So if you guys have any questions on cookware, please, you can post it on this, um, uh, our uh, trustedtrailpodcast.com, episode 78 post, or you can go to our Facebook community uh, group on Facebook. Um, just let us know and we'd be happy to answer any questions you have. Our podcasts are now available on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Spotify, Google Play, and now on Radio Public, available on both iOS and Android. And remember, in the meantime, get out there and and trust the trail. Bye, you guys. Bye.